I know you're watching this Fed decision on the play-by-play, -play, as am I. Uh, your thoughts as we've gotten in mostly uh, what we expected here, Jill? Yeah, you know, it's always so interesting when these numbers come out and the Fed decision numbers come out because, you know, as a trader, do you trade the fade? Do you trade the retracement? Well, you know what? We have certainly retraced because all the major averages are in the green now, including the NASDAQ. And you and your guests before kept talking about the anticipatory nature of this particular meeting. So just to go through, you know, a minute or so why it was so highly anticipated. Following a two-year review, the Fed said it would try to capture more job gains by targeting average inflation instead of the single numerical target of 2%, committing to leave interest rates low for a time as inflation rose. It put that strategy into play with its current policy guidance, promising that rates would not rise until inflation was at 2% was on target to exceed it for some time and that maximum employment had been reached. Now, this new strategy was adopted in the midst of the pandemic with unemployment high, inflation weak, and an expectation that the economy would behave as before, with low unemployment and low inflation able to coexist. Instead, the two have run in opposite directions as they did in earlier decades when low employment rates were associated with fast price increases. So the challenge is the labor market is a bit ambiguous and they're only a fewer jobs than before the pandemic, fewer people are even looking for work. Women's participation in the job market also remains a bit depressed here. Yet at the same time, wages and other costs incurred by employers have risen, which may feed into future inflation. And that's why this particular meeting is so key uh, to you and your first guest point. We know the number came out. Perhaps that took some of the anticipation out of the market there. Again, we saw that immediate dip. Now we are just, you know, Nasdaq's a little bit right at this point, but you still have the other averages um, about two-tenths higher. So perhaps this is, you know, the news is out there. The $30 billion mark was anticipated, and I think really what the key is in just about 20 minutes or so is when Powell has the presser, and that's certainly when his words will be parsed apart to see just how hawkish or dovish they're, they're going to be as we get into 2022 and 2023. I really thought it was interesting how it was unanimous, right? And so uh, certainly we'll adjust the pace as needed, uh, doubles to that $30 billion as we anticipated. What do you think now that we pretty much see that we're going to stay in a low-rate environment, at least in the near term? Um, that's got to be, look, you said even the NASDAQ has moved into the green. All the major averages have now turned from red into the green. I wonder what they expected differently. Right, and that's exactly what can be perplexing when we get commentary around targeted rates and what they're going to do with interest rate hikes. The, the Fed has been really clear telegraphing its message. That, that's not anything new. Um, we've had a number of people in our respective shows saying exactly the same thing. Um, and, you know, the, the Fed funds rate target out to 2023 is uh, it's 1.5%. So they would really have to accelerate a number of um, uh, uh, trends forward to be able to even raise it much higher than that. I think it's a matter of just how well the market's going to digest it. Technically, the Fed's mandate is to keep the economy uh, under control, and the market is sort of a derivative of that, although that seems to, just because of the way that the Fed's nature is sort of changing a bit, um, as we've seen over almost the past decade, um, how they're factoring the market in more than they have before. 
really is, is what's interesting here, but I, I think what they should be focused on is what's happening in the labor market, what is happening with inflation, and find a way to get that under control. The market will figure out a way to maneuver with it. And again, there have not been any surprises here. I would be surprised if um, Powell went any more hawkish than he did just a, a couple of weeks ago. I think that was kind of the initial shock. So I think it'll be a reiteration of that. Of course, anything can happen, and we'll, you know, we'll find that out in just about 20 minutes' time. Yeah, I think also we're getting some of the, uh, the forecasts here now with the median forecast showing three rate hikes in 2022 and three in 2023. Uh, that sounds right. like a lot, it, doesn't it? it? It does sound like a lot, but it seems to be pretty in consistent. Right. Um, you know, for, for them to get inflation under control, they might have to send, I guess, that shock, if you will, through the system. But that seems to be pretty consistent with what um, investors and economists and traders are expecting is that three interest rate hike. And again, if, you know, if the economy is running hot, if it's doing well, it should, in theory, be able to digest these rate hikes. I mean, I feel like we've been talking about this for almost a decade at this point where how much longer can we continue to drip massive liquidity into the system? Everyone's waiting for that specific event so that we can move on from it. Well, here it is. So I, I can't imagine how much more anticipatory it could possibly be. Yeah, and I, I see that they want to keep it near zero until maximum employment is achieved. I just don't know that it can all happen exactly, that the ball is going to roll exactly as people anticipate that it's going to be this taper, taper, taper until the spring, and then the rate hikes are going to come, and we're going to have maximum employment, and, and inflation, I guess, will be have, have peaked. I, I don't know. I think something's got to give. I don't think it's going to go exactly the way we're hearing right now, because it's, it's just a lot. It's a lot in, um, in a few months. We'll see. I don't know. I shouldn't say one thing. I have no idea what's going to happen. Jill Melandrino, thank you, of the NASDAQ. Always great to chat with you. Thank you very, very much. Later this hour.